Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to give you a little introduction about what we're talking about today. Um, I have a wonderful guest named Leslie Abram who is joining me. And when I first met her, I knew I needed to introduce her to you. Um, there are so many things about postpartum care that are missing here in the United States. And um, meeting someone who has come from France and from um, and worked in Canada and seen how it's done differently there and how we can learn from the things that they they offer women and are just expected for women to participate in in order to help recenter them in their healing journey um, after having a baby is so insightful and so empowering. I just had a really good friend who gave birth a couple of weeks ago and so this has been something that's been on my mind because um, with each subsequent pregnancy um you know, sometimes things get kind of messy and, and it doesn't matter if you gave birth two weeks ago, two months ago, two years ago, or maybe 15 to 20 years ago, if you haven't had the care that you need to help put things back together, then there are, it's really important to understand that there are resources out there and that you're not doomed to spend your life suffering from a lot of the things that happened, um, when you were in the process of, of having a baby. So I am, hoping that you'll get a lot out of this episode today. I hope you really enjoy it. And I will make sure that I link to all of her wonderful resources at the end in the show notes. Plus she has an amazing accent. So, um, enjoy. Welcome to the wellness restoration project, where we explore the question of how are you well, a collection of interviews and explorations of resources, both ancient and modern to help you create your own powerful network and practices in wellness. I'm your integrative herbalist and host, Shelly Swap. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Wellness Restoration Project. Today, I think you're gonna love my guest. Her name is Leslie Abram, um, and she is joining me from Bonjour Baby. Leslie, welcome. Thank you for having me today, Shelly. Thank you. I'm excited for you to introduce yourself and to tell your story to my audience. I think they're going to find it really insightful um, in their quest for wellness. So if you don't mind, I'm going to just kind of hand the microphone to you. Yeah, of course. My pleasure. So yeah, so I'm a perinatal osteopath and I've been in the perinatal field since I started my career, uh, since 2009. Um, so as I said, I'm an osteopath and my specialization lies into postpartum care, uh, prenatal care, but also kids care and baby's care. Uh, so what is an osteopath? <laughs> I believe everybody, everyone is wondering. We probably should define that because I don't <laughs> think we have that as an official designation here in the U.S., at least that you can study for. Is that correct? So you have DOs here, a doctor of osteopathy, so that does exist. Um, but the way we practice in France, in Europe, and in Canada as well is a bit different. So we go to osteopathic school. And so the way we practice um, kind of, uh, you know, it encompasses what craniosacral therapists are doing, uh, fascial therapists as well, and chiro. So we use techniques that are 
common to those three professions that you have in the US as well. So basically what we try to do with hand manipulations, it is just body work. We don't prescribe drugs. We don't do surgeries. It is just our hands and what we feel that we use. So the idea is really to give back the body's ability to heal by itself by doing that kind of work. So we work on the musculoskeletal system, on the organs as well, on the nervous system, balance, etc. So the manipulations that we are doing are really taking care of all of that. So it's really, um, it's a holistic profession because we try to go to the root cause of the symptoms that are patients are expressing to us um, and let's say you come to me for a lower back pain maybe I will spend a lot of time working on your ankle because that's the root cause of you know the problem of what you're experiencing right now or maybe I would spend a lot of time on your colon because this is where everything starts from what I feel so in that way we are really holistic because we understand the body is and function as a whole not just one part and then the other so, and so I got into the postpartum and perinatal field um, since the very beginning. I wrote my thesis on postpartum care. Um, and at the time when I finished my studies, we didn't get much education on it, but it was a desire for me to really uh, dig deeper. This was something that we were studying after having our degree. So we, we could choose to do one year, one more year of specialization, which I did. And so the conclusion to that thesis was really that when we give the chance to women to give them the care and knowledge um, that they should have after giving birth, they can find themselves again at the center of their story. They can feel better physically and emotionally and thrive. And so this has been really my mission uh, since then. And so in 2016, I moved to the US. <laughs> After working in France and in Canada, I moved to the US. Um, and the main reason was my loved one <laughs> who came here first. So I came to join him here. And so I became a health coach and an exercise specialist. And I kept working with uh, postpartum clients and pregnant clients because this is really uh, my domain, I would say. <laughs> And so every time, um, you know, I was working with a new client, I was asking them about what they were planning on doing for their pelvic floor recovery. What about the aesthetic recti? How they were planning? If they were returning to the gym, what did they want to do? Uh, did they, were they working with a PT? Did they have a fascia therapist in their care team? And every time I, I got, you know, amazed looks and like, I never heard about that. <laughs> right. Because, you know, the standard of care for women yeah. here in yeah. the US, you, after you have your baby, you come in for a six-week checkup and you're good. Absolutely. And this I is where I discovered that world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything should be fine, right? Absolutely. And so coming from, you know, two other cultures where I was lucky to work um, and where postpartum care is very different, that was really mind-blowing to me that there was so little, you know, attention and recommendations. And I truly understand how the healthcare system is working here and that, you know, doctors, they don't have the time and they are being pressured and that's the way it is. Um, but 
you know, we can do better and give a bit more recommendations. And I feel like people like me, like Kairos, like PTs, this is our role as well to spread out, you know, the word a tiny bit more about what we can do in the postpartum um, period. And I feel like this is what is happening right now, which is really nice. (laughs) And so, yeah. And so, After, you know, beginning to work with my clients, I founded uh, Bonjour Baby, uh, really because I was like, okay, it's time to dive into that a bit more and give more, uh, you know, knowledge and resources to all women after giving birth. And so now really uh, create programs that are holistic and are here to support their postpartum recovery. So we focus on their physical recovery overall, but also nutrition to support their recovery, feel better, have more energy, and everything is connected. So this is how recovery should be seen in the end, I feel. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) I have a deep respect for osteopathic medicine here in the US. I had a chance to work with um, a huge group of osteopathic doctors mm-hmm. in developing a, a diabetes prevention program. Um, and they were so on board, like so on board yeah. with all the preventative types of work. Um, and I love how it really meshes with the work that I do, because it's when you talk about, um, you know, looking at the ankle and if the pain is, there, you know, if the problem is there, if there, there is an alignment in the, the spine or maybe it's in the collarbone or mm-hmm. something like that, and that that can be, you know, creating an entire cascade of mismatch and, and muscle spasms and, and all sorts of things that could be creating pain elsewhere in the body is it's really similar to the concept of opening the pathways that we have in herbal medicine. We're like, if, if the pathways are not open, um, then we can't get the nourishing foods and herbs and things to those different tissues in the body. And we also can't pull away the toxins and the waste products as well. And so there are so many different ways that that truth continues to show up in our, you know, in this, this search for different wellness practices as I've been on um, for many years. And I love to hear you talk about that. And I, the other piece that I really loved, and I, I need to go back and like grab it and make it a soundbite is, um, is you talked about allowing, like allowing women to be back into their story mm-hmm. and, and to be central in that story, because it's, I don't think, I think we came to this place, honestly, that we have a baby and all of a sudden we are, we don't, we're not really like the baby is central and understandably the baby can't survive without us, but, but all of a sudden this family and, you know, all these other people you're caring for are central and, and all of your pains and aches and everything really are supposed to just kind of be tucked away, slid away, brushed under the carpet. And because you're supposed to be fine. As long as your six week checkup went well, you're good, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we know that's not the case. When we see the rates of postpartum depression and then pelvic floor dysfunction and all these other things that happen to women after they're having babies and and the the rates of chronic issues yeah. come from that. Um, can you dive in a little bit more as to what you know, what you've seen as the standard of care in France and Canada and other places that you've studied and that you feel would be or would be a gift to give to my listeners as far as what should we be thinking about after you have a baby? And, and, and just a side note, I know I have a lot of members in my audience who haven't had babies for, you know, like myself for 10, 15, 17, 18, 20 years, maybe longer. Um, does this still apply to them? Yeah. Yeah. So let's begin maybe with when you just gave birth. Um, So 
there are so many differences with you know France, Canada, and the US, and it makes sense anyways. But the main difference is, is um, the amount of care that we receive postpartum in France. Uh, so of course we have the six weeks checkup as well with your OBGYN. That's the same thing. But uh, then there is something kind of automatic where we send you to a PT for pelvic floor recovery, just because we are pretty lucky to have a very good healthcare system where everybody is contributing. And so basically this costs you nothing. So that's, you know, one of the main reasons why this is automatic and you are automatically sent to someone to do your pelvic floor recovery. So that can be a PT, that can be a midwife as well. Uh, midwives have a lot of, um, they have a very good role in postpartum care uh, where I live. Uh, even during birth, they have a lot of roles. It's it's not rare to see them, you know, um, being the person to who was who is there to assist the mother when she gives birth, and the doctor comes only if there is an issue. Yeah. So that's you know something amazing as well. And, um, and so they have a huge role after giving birth. We stay a bit longer at the hospital too. I think they changed that, but we stay a couple of days when cure can be a bit um, uh, faster. Uh, and so after you have a few days where you can have um, several sessions with your midwife coming at home. So you can ask any questions that you have about your newborn care. Uh, you can ask any questions how, and you know, discuss about how you feel, if you feel a bit blue or you know any kind of changes with your your um, mood how you feel uh, they can help you and give you referral also for that um, they will make sure uh, check on your stitches if you had an episiotomy because that's something we do a lot back in France and here it's more perineal tears so that's a bit different um, so in that way, it is very different and it's not rare for your midwife to send you to someone like me to your osteopath a few weeks after giving birth, or we also have osteopaths at the hospital and at the birth centers who are checking on the mom and on the baby to see if, you know, everything goes well. So that's not something rare. That's something that we do. That's something that is part of the way we care for women um, after giving birth. And when I was at the very beginning of my career, uh, this was coming be, becoming to be mainstream for women to see uh, osteos after giving birth. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I've been, I had my degree 12 years ago, <laughs> so now this is even more mainstream, which is wonderful. Uh, yeah, and same thing for lactation for women that are breastfeeding. Um, we also do uh, checkups on babies to see if there is something maybe uh, physically that is out of alignment, if I can say so. Uh, all the osteos will cringe, but it's easier <laughs> to understand <laughs> and, uh, and, and to try and fix it. Uh, that's something that we can work on uh, as well. It, less, it is less traumatizing for the mom as well to understand that maybe there is something that is stuck that we need to work on. And it's not that she is doing something wrong. Mm. Um, so we have that kind of support as well. And of course, I mean, we can talk about maternity leave. <laughs> that is way much longer than what we have in the US. Right. So I believe it also helps with, you know, um, 
mood swings and postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression as well because you feel you have more support you have that midwife you can have access to you have your care team you can have access to super easily and you have time to bond with your baby and to recover and to get into routine before you have to go back to work and especially for the partner now they have 28 days which is something new in France Uh, before that I believe they had I don't remember if it was one week or two weeks, but, and it just doubled a couple of wow. months ago. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, eternal week is yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. And that's amazing because as a mom, when you're alone, it's a new mom, especially it's, yeah. it's so hard. And now you have your partner with you. So that's, um, I mean, I find it uh, unbelievable. It's wonderful. I remember being so overwhelmed as a new yeah. mom, like they just sent me home with a baby. Do they know that I don't know how to do this? <laughs> just waiting for someone to knock on the door and be like, yeah, sorry, that was a mistake. We'll just take you back. And, but then after having my fourth and have you know, I had all these little people running around and this brand new baby and, and I was, it was a total different type of overwhelm, but it was a real overwhelm. Like my body was going, oh my goodness, this is way more than I thought I, I didn't know I could, can I, can I even do this? Like, <laughs> like, how do I do this? And I actually had more complications and I, I have cared for many women who are having their fifth or their sixth or their seventh or their second baby. And, you know, they're under pressure to get back to work and they don't have a lot of support. Their husband doesn't get any time off. They get maybe 24 hours if they're lucky. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there they are like swimming in this sea of o- overwhelm and their bodies are foreign. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it's, it's yeah, doing a lot of harm mm-hmm. to, to, to our bodies as well, because you, you feel overwhelmed. So, you know, taking care of yourself is the last thing on your list. Let's be honest yeah. when it should be, you know, uh, the first thing equals with taking care of your baby, of course. So this is where we do more harm by, you know, not bringing even more support to, to new moms, you know, talking about doulas. Maybe you can have a postpartum doula, you know, helping you at home. Here is something that we see a lot. So, you know, it's about finding those people that can help you around you and really build your own support because let's be honest, you have to do it yourself here. But you have solutions and it's all about talking about all those solutions, definitely. Yeah, I love it. So um, we've talked a little bit about doulas and midwives Um, here in the U.S. A lot of women like I used a midwife, but I didn't. The support ends as far as if you're using insurance or any of those types of things at six weeks Mm -hmm. often. And you're saying that there is that there is a standard of care elsewhere where they are getting more support, checking on them more regularly. And lactation consultants are not are not something that we should like are really valuable as well. And um, what else? And what what would they come to see you as an osteopath for? What, what kind of care would you give them? Yeah, so um, it is different for everyone, of course, because everybody is different and everybody has a pregnancy story and a birth story that is different. But so when we were seeing them at the hospital right away, it was m- more about working on the, the pelvic mechanic. So we were checking that uh, if they had an epidural, we were working on the spot of the epidural as well, uh, just making sure that the, the tissues around it were staying mobile uh, because that can create um, any kind of chronic back pain after. 
Um, and so when we see them a couple of weeks after, because that's usually what we do, um, what I was trying to, to do is having them coming with their baby. So it was easier for them to get out from the house. And so it was really funny because usually the baby was sleeping because they were so young. And so we were, you know, really um, being able to work on them first and then work on the baby. So it's really about making sure that we have correct pelvic mobility. Um, I mean, in the first weeks, we don't really uh, touch on the pelvic floor right away. We wait a tiny bit more, especially if they had an episiotomy. We, we tend to, to wait that they are completely cleared by the doctor. But we can work also on the different organs, on the uterus as well. That's something that we do. We do mobilization, uh, so externally, but we, we make sure that the involution can happen and it will kind of uh, uh, be in place again. So we're working on symptoms like constipation as well. That's something that they express a lot. We work on freeing up the diaphragm as well. That's some, most of the times we have the lower ribs that are really opened after a pregnancy so we work on that <laughs> and, yeah and we can work on the breathing exercises to help with that as well so it's really about rebalancing everything making sure that um, everything is moving well we have uh, a correct flow of all the fluids in the body so we know the body will be able to heal by itself you know in the time frame that that uh, is postpartum which is not only the first trimester because you, you, we have so many Changes happening in that first year that uh, we should consider that really in the first year to 18 months of, right, you know. Right. I agree. It took you nine months to grow a yeah. baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And we have all the posture, you know, um, 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 posture changes, sorry, that happen as well. So we have to take care of that. That's something I do more into the program that I have uh, right now. Um, as osteos, some of the, some of us we do not everybody is big on posture but um a lot of us are i would say uh so that's something that we can work on as well any muscle imbalances that they developed during pregnancy uh that's something that will they will develop a lot with breastfeeding or just yeah. uh, you know bottle feeding as well so we work on that a lot neck tensions is pretty big about among new moms and you know yeah. neck tension, <laughs> and then you're carrying this giant car seat if you do that or you've got a baby strapped to you or you're breastfeeding and you're hunched over. Um, so tell me, so you obviously don't have the same sort of access here in the US um, that you did there, it sounds like, as far mm -hmm. as being in the birth centers and the hospitals and things, but you have developed this wonderful program um, or the company Bonjour Baby. Can you tell my listeners a little bit more about what you do? Like, what are, what are you able to do? And I know you do a lot of it over Yes. Um, the online, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a one-on-one -on -one program, but it's online. Uh, I mean, the pandemic really pushed me to create this online, <laughs> like everyone. Yeah. So <laughs> good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's a holistic program. So I combine, you know, um, as I say, the physical recovery, but also supporting it with a healthy habit um, creation uh, when it comes to nutrition. Um, I also encourage them to to create the recovery team because I don't believe that postpartum care and recovery should be left to just one person. Oh yeah, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> 
pretty nuts. So that's that's something that I always, you know, uh, tell them from from the beginning, you know. And if I have the chance to meet them before the six weeks checkup, we talk about the six weeks checkup as well. The questions that they can ask, and you know, uh, asking for a referral for a PT, even though we work on their pelvic floor together. But what the PT will do is completely different from what I do, and it's necessary as well. Uh, you know, asking for a fascia therapist, especially if you had a C-section, that's something that you will need as well to work on those different tissues, making sure that the scar t- there's no scar tissues that are being formed and no adhesions. And so everything stay mobile. Uh, that's very important as well. And having, you know, your exercise specialist like myself and recovery experts. So, and so from there, what I do, my programs are all personalized. Um, and so, because I truly believe that otherwise they won't fit your body needs. <laughs> if we don't take in account what happened during your pregnancy, what happened before your pregnancy, any kind of uh, past injuries that you have or medical conditions, uh, if we don't take that into account when creating your recovery, we are missing one big piece. That's why if you keep on doing just YouTube videos uh, for your workouts or you know just scrolling through. Uh, a library of videos that are you know made for postpartum ladies you won't see too much results because first you have to follow an order for it to work and i truly believe that the exercise should be personalized to 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 you only so from there i really create their own recovery protocol so we work on breathing repatterning on pelvic floor and core connection through breathing on posture work as i said and correcting all the muscle imbalances that were you know developed during the pregnancy but even uh, before their pregnancy and this is so important to do especially if you have been diagnosed with diastasis recti because this can stand in the way of fully healing a diastasis recti. So we work also on mobility drills to make sure that everything stays mobile after pregnancy and birth. Um, We add more muscles to the mix after once this is mastered because we want to create those whole body exercises where everything functions together and so we work more on functional exercises so that's something that I developed as well Uh, we work when we got to the end of the program we work on exercise that really mimic their daily uh, moves so and you you have to go through new movements when you are a mom like picking up your baby from, you know, the bath or the crib or, you know, uh, being bent over when you change a diaper or having to pick up your little one from the floor and pulling yourself up from the floor with him or her. So those are all, you know, new tasks and new exercises that you will be doing in your daily life. So you need to train your body for that as well. So that's something that we do at the end of the program once everything is recovered and healed. And so on top of that, we add a layer of nutrition because um, I really consider that as a mandatory step in their recovery. Uh, postnatal depletion is something real. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and I was listening to someone last um, a couple of uh, months ago, and he was saying that about fifty percent of women after giving birth are completely depleted. Yeah, their nutrient stores are like 
zero and they have to stay and thrive on that and breastfeed a baby or pump or just like being energized and you know awake <laughs> all day long and care for, for for a little one or several children let's be honest yeah and then and, go back to work in six weeks <laughs> absolutely you know and being able to stand those long hours and those hours in traffic and the stress of being a new mom and am I doing things right and the the unwanted advice and we can go on and on and on. and that's with a healthy baby right and a healthy delivery and all those things that yes is, we're not even beginning to talk about you know other cases where maybe the delivery didn't go well or you've got a baby with special needs and so the stress levels are even higher absolutely but yeah i think the statistics i saw most recently was 68 percent of women start their third trimester Anemic. They yeah. start it in low iron. And so by the time they give birth, they are um, incredibly anemic and their B12 status is incredibly low. Their vitamin D status is incredibly low. And um, it takes three years of targeted nutrition, like really working to, to in order to replete a body to get back to where you were before you had your first baby. And a lot of us, myself included, didn't wait that long before we had a second because we yes. didn't know any different, right? Wanted our kids to be close in age. And yeah. And sometimes you can't wait. It's like, yeah. you know, sometimes you're in a season where it's time and, you know, right. you can't wait or you don't want to wait or, and, and, you know, that's just how it is. So that's why it is so important. And, and as you said, we have so many key elements here that we need to take care of. And, and even for PPA and PPD, so postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression, we know that a lack of nutrient, you know, can put you at higher risk as well. Yeah. And the same goes for your physical recovery. Your tissues won't be able to fully heal, uh, you know, unless you have proper nutrition. It's something to really understand. And you won't be able to make the most out of your sleep, the little sleep that you have. <laughs> I know it's hard. <laughs> if you are not, you know, you, you don't have the uh, enough nutrients to make enough of melatonin or, you know, and so there are some lifestyle changes that we need to consider as well that are not overwhelming, but that are mandatory as well to make sure you 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 make the most of what you eat of what you're able to absorb and and yeah that's why working with um, someone like yourself can really help also during postpartum because this is a time where your hormones can be out of whack uh, when you're breastfeeding your hormonal you know you, you're still on that high and so this has effects on your body as well that we need to consider so this right. is very very important and so many women struggle to breastfeed um, the, and the nutrition has a big piece of that part as well in order to help them keep their milk and be able to maintain their energy and sleep, like you said, when you do get the opportunities. And um, so do you mind if we kind of like pivot a little bit here? So I like I hope my new moms, I have so many great clients that are new moms um, that I hope are listening to this, but I know I've got a bunch of clients who are not new moms that have yes. you know, babies are now teenagers or young um, middle like 10s 11s 12s or even older or their daughters are giving birth now instead and um, what is it too late for all of us the rest <laughs> of us 
No, it's never too late. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's never too late to take back control of your health. Never. Uh, that's and especially as women, it's it is very important to understand that uh, our cycles are changing uh, while we are aging as well. So it's important to understand, you know, what's going on with our body and to be able to support it as much as we can. So if we talk about, uh, let's say you haven't done the physical recovery piece of your postpartum recovery. So you never did any exercise to help with your diastasis recti. So maybe you kind of still look a bit pregnant, you know, maybe four or five months pregnant. You're not able to get rid of what we call the mommy pooch, even years after, you know, that's something that we see. I have clients like that. And so, of course, this might take more time. Let's be honest, you know, but we still can work on it because the principles are the same. We will go through the same kind of exercises and do the same kind of reconnection happening in the body. And this is not too late. So, um, and especially when we have kids um, and then we begin to age, what we see is that as we age, we have more resurgence of, you know, all the issues that are linked to having a kid, like prolapse, urinary incontinence. And that's something that we see most of the time happening later in life. And so, and we don't want to reach the point where it's too late, kind of, or you have to do tons of PT before it gets any better. No, you can be proactive and start, you know, with this kind of program and reach out also to a PT to be preventive and see what you can do with them and to combine this is where you will have the most results so and same thing we go in order we go through the all the exercises that you need and we take into account your health history especially if you had you know multiple pregnancies maybe there was one that was a tiny bit more complicated to than the other maybe in one pregnancy you had to push for a very long time maybe that was the first one and so all of this wasn't really, you know, healed and taken in account. So we can still do that. And the same, you know, that's the same thing. You know, just find your team, <laughs> find your providers around you that can help you to feel better. Even though it was 15 years, you know, earlier that you gave birth, it doesn't mean that how you feel right now is the way you are supposed to feel 15 years after. And I'm going to repeat that. Yes. How you feel right now is not the way you are supposed to feel even after 15 years um, to, you know, when you gave birth. It is very important to understand that there are solutions out there and, you know, all of that can still apply to you. So, yes, it might take more time. You have to understand that. But still, we can improve on the symptoms that you are experiencing. That's for sure. And something else that I would say when we are out of the immediate you know, postpartum uh, time out from those two, three years after giving birth. And even during that time, something important also to help our body recover and age and go through the different phases of life is to recognize our cycles, that we live and thrive on cycles. This is so important. And so when we talk about exercise, because this is what I do, we have to understand that sometimes it's not the time to 
to go to your Zumba class, <laughs> maybe more the time to go to a yoga class, um, but one that is not uh, in a hot setting, something that is more meditation based. And, you know, to learn to work with that and stop pushing yourself too much, because this is where also we do more harm than good to our bodies. Oh, amen. I, yes, yes, yes. I, if I could jump up and down, I would do it for <laughs> I, because I think that that, that's one of the things that I have been teaching over and over again in my, um, with my clients and my groups and things is that not only do we have a monthly cycle where, where we're, we have times of the month where we're going to be stronger, where we have times of the month where our tendons are going to be looser. Um, there's going to be times where we want to push. There's going to be times where we need to rest. And that happens on a monthly basis, but we also have times and seasons in our life where that changes as well. Yeah. Where the need for cardio changes to a need for muscle building. And um, I love that you are, you know, echoing, preaching, shouting that from the rooftops with me, because it's, it's something that I don't think many of us were taught. No. Um, and we're trying very hard to understand that now, because we live in a very, um, the, the word patriarchal makes it, it can be triggering for people, but we do live in a, a world that was designed for men who cycle the same 24 hours, you know, yeah, yeah. every day until they're in their late 60s, maybe mid 70s. And so they can kind of do the same thing over and over and over again. And we are not designed that way. Yeah. And it's, it's a foreign notion for us. You know, when I was first introduced to that, I was like, gosh, I wish I knew that, you know, when I was beginning menstruating, yeah. because, you know, even you're, when you're at school, you know, you have to perform and everything and all those teenagers on their period, it can be really hard. Yeah. So I wish that's something that we learned from the very get go. <laughs> I do too. And, and to be able to, even if you have the opportunity to, to, you know, schedule certain things at the times of the month when you're going to be in your best space to do that. And what a gift. So hopefully we can begin to give that gift to our daughters and granddaughters as their worlds hopefully get wider and wider and they have more access to the information that we didn't when we were younger. So thank you so much for that. Um, are you taking new clients? Where can people find you? Where where do we get more of you and your wonderful information? <laughs> yes, I'm taking uh, I'm taking on clients. So you can find everything about my signature program that we just talked about, the postpartum body solution, uh, on my website bonjourbaby.net. That's b o n j b oh sorry b o n j o u r b a b y. And then I'm also um, very active on my Instagram. So it's at bonjourbaby.la. So this is where you can find me and everything about the program. Wonderful. I will link to all of that in the show notes so that um, people can find you and then on the blog as well. So thank you so very much for your time today, for your generosity and for just being able to help us kind of see the bigger picture when it comes to women's health and that you're not crazy if you feel like, wow, I had a baby and I just have never gone back. I've never been able to feel like I've put my body back together. Um, and that there are resources and reasons why you probably feel that way. Absolutely. And you don't have to, right? <laughs> yes, you don't have to. You don't deserve that. That's not supposed to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Wellness Restoration Project. I am always so grateful for those of you that listen. Um, one of the best things you can do if you found this information helpful is to share it with someone else that you know that they could benefit. It means a lot to those of us who are podcasters out here 
Um, it's one of the best ways to help us to grow and get our messages out there into the world. So if you have a minute, I would really appreciate it if you would share, rate, or review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And if you are interested in learning more about our guest today, I'll have more of that information in the show notes and on my social. You can always join me over on Instagram or on Facebook if you'd like to learn more. Until next time, be well.